Good evening, church, and thank you so much for joining us tonight. My name's Cole. I'm the pulpit minister here at Central Church of Christ, and this is Dan Spaith. He's one of our elders. And here at Central Church of Christ, it's our mission to be God's heart and hands in this community and beyond. If you'd like to learn more about what that means, I want to encourage you to go and check out our website at www.churchofvictoria.com, or you can check us out at Facebook at facebook.com slash vctchurch. If you're listening to this on the Heart and Hands podcast, I want to thank you for joining us tonight. I really appreciate it. If you're watching this on Facebook, make sure to like and share. That really helps us out. And if you're watching on YouTube, make Make sure you're subscribed and you have the bell turned on so you get notified every time we upload a video. There should be more uploads coming pretty pretty soon here, uh, hopefully. <laughs> I, I doubt I'll have... <laughs> Do we got all the technology worked out now? Uh, no, but we're working on it. <laughs> We've had some Sunday morning issues, haven't we? We have. We've had some Sunday morning issues. We're working on getting those resolved. Well, we're going to fix one um, of the problems. Yes, we're... we're We've got we're, a computer problem. We're going to go... We're going to put it... Theoretically. We're going to put some holes in it. Theoretically. Uh, maybe Thursday, Friday, I'm not going to have any time. But maybe what? Thursday, if not Thursday, Saturday at the well, latest. We're going to put some holes in it. Well, that's what you're saying. So yeah, we're going to take it. We're going to take it out. I'm reason. just hoping it's not going to be there helping us to record come Sunday morning. <laughs> well, we're going <laughs> to perforate it some. Yeah, that that computer's had it. Yeah, well, you know, are you almost done with your third John class or your letters of John class? Mm, I just started third John, and we're okay. and we're uh, uh, we're probably in another couple of weeks, and okay. then we'll be uh, then we'll be in uh, John Gospel of John. Okay, we'll go to the Gospel of John. Yep, awesome. Looking forward to it. It's gonna be a fun study. Man. Fun study. Well, yeah. I've never I've never studied second and third John before. Interesting. With, with, okay. With a class, never. I've studied it, but I've never taught it. Well, I mean, it. they're very brief. You know, they're like fifteen unless, verses. Yeah, unless you study the way I do. Well, what I mean is the the compared to the rest of the New Testament, it's it's yeah, a short, they are. it's they a very are, short. They are letter. very brief. And and they're almost so more much, personal they're, letters they're, than anything else. Well, one of them is. One mm-hmm. of them it kinda is it's more personal. And it's really, you know, I've got a, I've got a church discipline problem, and I got to come fix it, and I'm coming. Yeah. And I'm yeah. gonna take care of it. So, Gaius, don't worry about it. I got this. That's really what he's saying in, in Third John. Mm. Yeah. So, and he's gonna. I, I would wish they'd have, we'd have more follow up. You know, where we'd know what he did. But uh, anyway, it's good. It's good study. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we're gonna be in Genesis chapter 29 tonight. Um, this is going to be a fun study. Now, now remember, church, <laughs> what we've said over and over again, you know, we're not, I know it seems like we go verse by verse, but we're really not. And so chapter well, we're 29, trying. we're going to kind of breeze through the first, the first part of this, and then we'll, we'll probably start going, you know, verse by verse in the narrative again. Um, but you know, we're still waiting for that, the, that, Messiah. the, the Messiah. We're still waiting for yep. that seed. that's going to stomp on the snake's head. That's, that's really, three. yes. Genesis, Genesis chapter, chapter three, three, verse 15. We're still waiting for that. And so we're we're looking, you know, he said through Abraham, all the nations will be blessed. Well, was it Abraham? No, it wasn't Abraham. There was a son coming. Now, was it Isaac? Well, we see that Isaac really didn't live up to, up, uh, he didn't really pass either. the test. Ishmael didn't either. Um, so is it is it Jacob and Esau? Well, we already kind of know that they're not passing the test. So maybe it's going to be one of their kids. And so we're going to start looking at that. And, and I'm excited. It's going to be a good study. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be hard on the eyes. <laughs> Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much for the opportunity we have to sit together tonight and sit with our audience and, and for that to try to help them to understand some of the text and help them to, to see how it can apply to their own lives, Father. I pray for the people that are watching. I pray, Father, that for their lives. And, and I pray, Father, that, that, that those folks that, that Cole and I have been praying about before, about uh, that you find those people that need to hear something very, very unique and very special. We don't know who they are but we know that you can bring them and navigate them here, and we thank you for that. Bless us, Father, as we study. 
Bless us as we, as we strive to apply this, these principles and these things to our own lives. And it's in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let me ask you, brother, before we jump into this text. When you met your wife, how did you know she was the one? <laughs> uh, well, how long have y'all been married first? It's kind of a, more of a softball I told question. you before we started this, I said, you be easy on my wife here, man. Remember, I told you. Uh, 48 years. My gosh. I think. That's awesome. Uh, we were married in 73. Wow. So how many years is that? In 2023, it'll be 50 years. So we've been married. February 30 was 48 years. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, yep. Because we were married in 73. Mark was born in 74. That's awesome. So, That's awesome. yeah. And how'd I know? I don't know that I did know, man. I, I'm, I'm not sure I did know. I, I, I know, you know, I was just another guy, man. You know, trying to trying to get a date, you know, and, and you know, I met her here at Magnolia Beach, and and didn't know. I I, I didn't know how old she was. Didn't really care. Uh, she was down here with her parents, and it just kind of just kind of flowed. I don't know how it worked. I have I really don't know. I know that I lived in San Antonio. She lived in Victoria, and it kind of just uh, you know I, I realized after a while that. That if we were going to have a relationship, I had to move to Victoria, and so I quit my job. And, and wow! And uh, her uh, her stepfather, which really was was her father, uh, got me a, a a sit down with a guy that he knew here, and a, a guy that worked on foreign cars. And and I went and talked to him. Came drove down here, and came and talked to him, and and went to work the day after Labor Day in September of of two thousand, I mean of nineteen seventy two. Wow! And. Uh, and we were, let's see, September. No, well, maybe it was earlier than that. Well, I mean, look, you know, you don't, you don't leave your your city. You know, move across the state. You know, it's, I mean, it's an hour and a half, two hours from San Antonio. You don't do that unless you think there's there's something worth it. Yeah, I I, I think that I, I knew there was. I, I really liked her family. I liked her. I I cared deeply about her. I didn't want to lose her. And uh, and you know, if you stayed in San Antonio, you that would. was not going to happen. You, you know, she was young. She was 16. I was 20. So, you know, it, it you know, it, it was not going to be, it was, it was not going to be a relationship that was going to nurture itself uh, unless I moved here. It could if I moved here. It wasn't going to if I didn't. Wow. And I, that I realized, and I think my parents probably were appalled. I don't know that I, I, I really, I'm moving all the way across, you know, a hundred miles away to, to, because of some girl that I met in July and it's September. I mean, I met her in, let's see, I met her probably early part of the summer. I moved here in September. We were married in February. It's pretty wow. quick. It's pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. It was quick. I think that's how it worked. You have to ask her because I think that I'm pretty sure that's how it worked. I think, you know, I moved here in September. And yeah, we were we were married in February, is when we got married of seventy three, so it was seventy two. Wow. Yep, that's when it was. And and you know, and it was it was a. Uh, I knew I man, I didn't know what love was. I had no idea. I knew I cared about her deeply. And I didn't know, I I don't didn't know if she cared that much about me. I didn't I don't know. Uh, 
but you know, I, uh, I got that job, went to work, making a buck and a half an hour, making a buck and a half an hour. That's what I was making. Had my own apartment. And of course I lived at their house most of the time. Didn't live there, but I went over to their house. I was there all the time, ate there. You know, they, they, her parents really liked me. And you have to understand, I had hair down the middle, middle of my shoulders, wore a headband most of the time. I was a... You were something. I was something. <laughs> yeah, I was something, all right. You know, and, uh, you know, I don't understand. Man, my, me and my, her father-in-law, me and her stepfather got along really well. I loved her mom like my own mom. You know, just, mm. she was just a, she was a sweetheart. We went to the lake a lot. We went to the, we went to the beach a lot. We, they did a lot of stuff that my family didn't do. And I just, I loved them and they loved me. And I think that's helped. But, you know, I mean, we. Well, when you guys, it sounds to me like when you guys met, you just fell I, for I it. really believe, and people will argue with me, I really believe that, that God had a plan for us way back then. We weren't members of the church. We weren't faithful. We were we were degenerates. I was not her. She never was. She would. She always came along for the ride. Very very little did she do that was really really bad. Uh, but if 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 I had stayed that way long enough, it would have progressed there. But not for her. But well, she. I mean, we, it would have gotten bad. Well, but we've talked about this, and she was on her way out the door. She was out the on her way out the door. Yeah. You know, that's what turned yeah. you to looking for yeah, God in that, the first it, place. And she was she was she was done. She so, was done with the nonsense. So there was a limit to yeah. how far she was willing yeah. to, to go yeah. with you. And, 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 of course, by then we had two kids already. Right. And, but, you know, I mean, just it just, I, I didn't know. I knew I was really infatuated. I knew that. I, I, I don't know what love was. I didn't have any idea. Uh, I didn't know what baggage she had. She didn't know what baggage I had. None of that. We didn't, I didn't know any of that. Uh, didn't really care. I liked, the way, I, liked the, I liked the way I felt around her. And I liked the way she looked. And I liked, you know, so, hey, we... I wasn't. Once I moved to Victoria, I was done. I'm not. I'm not leaving. You better figure out a way to make this work, or I'm staying. You're stuck with me. <laughs> you know, I cannot go home with my tail tucked between my legs. Well, we're we're gonna talk about fifty years later. Here I still am. <laughs> but I think God had a plan. I really do. I think He had a plan. I think I think she was gonna be that force that was gonna drive me to where I needed to be. And I think He knew that. And you know, I don't know how all that works. I don't know. Yeah, I like to think that God is is working in people's lives, but maybe he isn't. I don't know. I don't think it. Well, think James it, says all good things are gifts from above. You know, so we're yeah. You know, the forty eight years of marriage, not too off of too far off of fifty years of marriage. Uh, that is that can only be described as a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. And so thing. and three I, faithful kids. And I I think all of that you know giving giving credit and thanks to God is is vastly appropriate. In, in fact, is the only response I could imagine because the way our world is today, um, not that way, is it? No, no, it's, it's pretty not. Bad. It's pretty bad out there. It is, and it's and it's very difficult to stay married for fifty months, much less fifty years. That's right. It's, it's difficult for people to stay married five years in our culture today. Well, this, this evening we're going to talk about somebody who very similarly moves across yeah. you know, the ancient he world. He does. And latches on to a woman and does all sorts of things to get her. So what he's going to get is come up in some. He's been, he's been a, he's been a stinker. <laughs> he has been a yes. stinker. 
You know, him and his mama both, they've been singers, and he's going to get his here well, a little he's, bit. He's, he's now coming to who I would say is the master in this family at really yeah. at real manipulation. In his family. In, in his, his family. life. That's right. He's left the real master. He's here in his family. He's, yeah, he is. And we'll see how that works for you. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get into it. So we're in yeah. Genesis chapter 29. Yeah. Uh, we're continuing with Jacob. So if you remember last week, Jacob fled from his home. Uh, Esau decided he was going to kill him for all the shenanigans yep. Jacob mm-hmm. pulled. And Rebecca encouraged him to leave. Isaac basically told him, you need to go and find a wife in yep. Padanaram, yep. where Rebecca is from. You need to find a wife from her, her clan, her people. And so Jacob left. He left. And then God met him in Bethel and conveyed all of those promises that we've seen handed down to Abraham, mm-hmm. handed mm-hmm. down to Isaac, and now hand, they've been handed down to Jacob. And so Jacob's response to that is a vow. You're going to be my God. And here we are. So he's continuing his journey. And uh, he continues his journey into that area where he meets, he continues into Padanaram where he meets um, a lady, Rebecca, if we look at verse, excuse me, Rachel, if we look at verse 9, um, or uh, yes, verse 9, while he was still talking with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she was a shepherd. When Jacob saw Rachel, Rachel, daughter of his uncle Laban and Laban's sheep, he went over and rolled the stone away from the mouth of the well and watered his uncle's sheep. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and began to weep aloud. He had told Rachel that he was a relative of her father and a son of Rebekah. So she ran and told her father. So there was some, con- there's obviously some conversation going on while mm-hmm. yeah. this is happening. Yeah, and what people have to understand is, you know, we have what we need to understand and believe that Jesus is the Christ. That's what he tells us in the book of John. That's correct. We don't have everything. We don't have all the dialogue. But you can look between the lines. You can say there was stuff going on. He he kissed her. Now he probably kissed her on the cheek or something. But he kissed her and then he weeps. What, what's he weeping for? Yeah. Well, were you gonna find out later? He just hit the lottery, man. Cause this is a good-looking woman, man. This is this is this is the woman he's gonna fall in love with. He's already fallen in love with her. I think he's already fallen in love. He's fell in love with her. He's weeping. You know, uh, he he's, you know, yeah. He's he just hit the lo- he just he just hit a home run with the bases loaded. <laughs> So he so he gets introduced to through Rachel. Rachel tells her father, who is Laban, mm-hmm. who we've seen before in the narrative. This this Laban isn't brand new. He was the brother of Rebecca, yep. right? Rebecca chose to go. This off. is his cousin. Yes, this, this is this, this is, is his, his cousin. cousin. Okay, this is his cousin. And so Rebecca chose to leave and to go to Isaac. And now uh, Jacob has come to Padanaram and he meets Laban. Look at verse fourteen, though. So he embraces him in verse thirteen, and then he says, Laban said to to Jacob. You are my own flesh and blood. Now, you remember last week, I said very clearly, I've never seen this used. You know, your blood is thicker than water, right? I've never seen that phrase used in a positive way, in a, in a I've really got your back way. I've always seen it used as a form of manipulation. Well, you got it coming. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying he doesn't have it coming. <laughs> but the, the point is, <clears throat> is, he's not telling a lie. It is the truth. He it is. is you, this is his nephew. Yes. Okay. This is his sister's son, so he—they are flesh and blood. You know, I—I've got—I've got some flesh and blood that like to say this, and every time it gets said, I start checking my pockets. Okay. So okay. I—I got you. Yeah. In, I see. I in, see. Yeah. in my experience, this is not a phrase that is an endearing phrase. It's a. Uh, I better. I better. Well, let's see what's coming next. <laughs> You know, I'm about to. I might. I might be about getting fleeced. Well, he's here. gonna. He's fixing to find out. He is. He is. He's gonna find out. He's gonna find out what it feels like to get lied to and connived and done over, cheated and, and everything done else. over. He's, yes, he's he is. definitely gonna get his. So, and you know, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. 
<laughs> All right, so picking up and in, in finishing out verse 14, after Jacob had stayed with him for a whole month, Laban said to him, you know, hey, just because you're a relative of mine, should you work for me for nothing? Tell me what your wages should be. So, I mean, this seems like a fair, fair proposition. You know, you shouldn't work for free just because you're a relative. You know, what do you want? Now, Laban had two daughters. The name of the older was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah had weak eyes, but Rachel had a lovely figure and was beautiful. Uh, Jacob was in love with Rachel, if you couldn't tell, and said, I'll work for you seven years in return for your younger daughter, Rachel. We got to stop. Okay. We have to clarify this. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, this does not mean she can't see. Okay. The older daughter should be married first. This doesn't mean she can't see. This means this ugly woman. Well, I mean, the contrast, right? Leah had weak eyes, but Rachel had a lovely you see, figure and was right beautiful. there in the text, yeah. it tells you that, but I've heard people say, oh, you see, this means she's got an eye problem. No. That she's got, that she's, that she, that not very, she can't see very good. That's not what this means. It means she's ugly. Yes. This is an ugly woman. Okay. I, I won't, we, we were talking about this guy before and I won't tell you what I said, but you know, this, this, this woman is, is not who Jacob would pick to be his mate. Mm. Right? No. You know, guys are pigs. Most of, even back then, we're all, we're all like that. Well, I mean, I, if you are attracted to someone physically, I don't think that's a, uh, I don't know. I don't think that's a fair, fair statement to say. That we're all pigs? That we're all pigs. You know, I mean, women don't go if out you, with men. If you have I, two women, mm-hmm. one of them is really ugly. Mm-hmm. And she's a really good woman, and the other one's really pretty, and she's a stinker. And you fall for the stinker because just because she's pretty, you're a pig. Well, okay, fair enough. Yeah, you're a pig. I'm, yeah, I mean, if you can't stand the the beautiful one, but you actually get along with the one that well, is... you you want her on your arm, man, because she's a she's a beautiful one. Well, you're a pig. My, my goodness, you're a pig. Yeah, but why would you put? I don't understand why you put up with that. But all right, <laughs> so... no, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is you know, he has fallen in love with Rachel. That's a fact. He's kissed her, wept. He's, he, he, he is infatuated with her. Absolutely. He loves her. You know, and, and it just so happens she's the younger daughter. That's right. Now, he's got two daughters. One of them is not, is not let's put it this way. She's not as pretty as Rachel is. Correct. Okay? She, she has her qualities, but she's not where Rachel is, according to Jacob. Right. And so Jacob sees this and says, I want that woman. Right, right there. Well, I think he. I think it's it's been since he saw met her at the well. You know, mm-hmm. she's so beautiful that he's all over her and he's weeping. You know, I think he's. I think you're right. She's. He's. He feels like he's at the lottery. This, this woman's gorgeous, yeah. and she's my cousin. Which hey, I'm supposed to be here getting a wife. That's the whole reason I've come. And, and it's here, working. Well, and, it, but back up in 28, it says God said, "I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to take care of you." That's right. I, I'm going to take. I am going to increase your number. What he doesn't understand is he's going to increase most of them through Leah. Well. We'll get to there. We'll get yeah. to there. So in verse 19, so so there is this, supposedly there is this custom where the older gets married off before the, before the younger. But look at what Laban says in verse 19. It's better that I give her to you than to some other man. So stay here with me. So he agrees to this. He says, hey, you know, you work for me for seven years and I'll give you, I'll give you uh, my daughter in marriage. So Jacob served seven years to get Rachel, but they seemed like only a few days to him because of his love for her. Well, think about it. Now, he can't have her as a wife until he served out his his payment, seven years of work. Okay? That's a lot of time. It is. But he knows that every time he sees her out, sees her in the yard, 
sees her drawing water. That's his wife. Not literally, but it will be his wife. And that can make, that can make it for a, for a very, uh, very easy time when you look at her and say, wow, man, man, I, man, I, I, how could I, how could, thank you, God. I've been so fortunate, so blessed that this is going to be my wife. And all I got to work is seven years. It, time would go by pretty quickly for him. That's what it says it does. I imagine Esau felt the same way about his birthright. Oh, yeah. And the blessing. Until, until the birthright didn't mean nothing to him. Until, yeah, until he gave it away. Yeah, until the he best, gave it away. The blessing. It didn't mean much to him. Yeah, you're going to give it away. So, you know, uh-huh. but I like what's coming up, so let's, let's get to it. Okay. <laughs> all right. So he works seven years, and because of his love for her, it goes by very quickly. And then verse 21, Then Jacob said to Laban, Give me my wife. My time is completed, and I want, I want to make love to her. I want, I want my wife. I want to be her husband, and I want her to be my wife. No, that's not what he says. Says I want to make love to her. Right. Yeah. But, you know, you know. He's been he's been salivating. He's a pig. <laughs> <laughs> he's been salivating over this woman for seven years. This is true. He's been fantasizing about her. Yeah. You know, well, look, let's say what, what it is, what did, man. What did Adam say when God oh, made woman? He he. Had, oh my God! I I hit a home run. Bases loaded, man. God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Blood of my blood and flesh of my flesh. It's for this reason that a man's going to leave yeah, his family absolutely. and be cleaving to his a- wife. Absolutely. So I mean, look, you know. Women are great. Mm-hmm. You know, sex is great. All yep. of these things are great. All, I think all I think given by God. All given by God. And I think way too often we've allowed our culture to define what Absolutely. sex is or isn't. Absolutely. And it's a wonderful gift. It's a wonderful gift when practiced between a man with, and a woman. With within it, the confines of, of, a, of marriage. a marriage relationship. So he That's is, what God did. So he has looking, not had he has not had relations with her. Nope. Probably been very strict on them of what when they can be around each other and all that. And so he's looking forward to this. I think with good reason. So Laban brought together all the people of the place and gave a feast. Hey, there's a marriage feast. But when evening come came, he took his daughter Leah and brought her to Jacob. And Jacob made love to her. What? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, how, how did he not know? How did he not know? Was he that always, drunk? Was he, that's always a question that I've had. It's how do you not know that? Like, how, what happened here? Maybe her face was covered. Maybe her face was, you know, and that is actually. But how would he not? How would he not know the physical body characters? He's been watching this woman for for seven years. Would know. he not have known? I don't know. It's very strange. It's I I can't I can't get my head around it. I think for or, their for their culture, you're right. They do cover their they veil. That's that's a very common but thing. But could it be that God closed the eyes of his heart where he didn't see, because God needed wanted him married to. Because Leah is going to bring forth some greatness. Sure. She will. She will. Most of the children he's going to have are going to be through her. That's now, true. not all of them, but some of them. And, and you know, and it, it's just, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe God closed up his, his eyes where he couldn't see. Maybe. That's a good point. I, I don't know. I just know, you know, we, we look at it from our culture and say, come on, man. Would you sleep with the, did you go in there with the lights off? You didn't have a candle burning? Nothing? You had to know that this woman, this woman's five foot eight, and Rachel's five foot three. Come on, it didn't. You didn't size her up as you know, right. I don't know any of that stuff. Yeah, that's from our culture, but their culture, maybe he really wouldn't know. So, so what we're saying is, it could have been a cultural thing. It could have been some cultural practice that they had that that maybe this is why he didn't notice. Mm-hmm. It could have been a God thing and it could have been God just stepping in and saying any, any number of different things. It could have been any. Yeah. So it could have been a lot yeah. of different things. At the end of the day, what happened is Laban 
brought him Leah instead of Jacob. And Laban gave his servant Zilpah to his daughter as her attendant. When morning came, there was Leah. And I love it. There's an exclamation in my Bible point. Like, it's like shocking. <laughs> there she was, you know. Um, so Jacob said to Laban, what is this you have done to me? I served you for Rachel, didn't I? Why have you deceived me? So now. Oh, now it's come back. Oh, now it's come now back. the deceiver is mm-hmm. asking how come he got lied to. That's right. Yep. <laughs> Good. You got had it coming. <laughs> so Laban <laughs> replied in verse 26, it is not our custom here to give the younger daughter in marriage before the older one. Finish this daughter's bridal. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. You couldn't have told me that seven years ago? It got seven years. You waited seven years? You you jacked with me for seven years and and then knew what you were going to do all along? (laughs) Why didn't you tell me seven years ago? So they've been been perpetrating this lie for seven years. Basically is what they've done. They've been working on it. Well, no. They didn't tell him. Well, that's what I'm saying. Did they they not? Was it the custom just, just kind of popped up? Well, no. was it even really a custom? That's my question. Well, well he said, it is our custom. He said, well, let's, let's take it what he said. What, this custom just popped up? Well, or did you know it seven years ago? No, he knew it seven what, years ago. You know, sometimes lie is when you omit. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, lie, yeah, lie by omission. omission? Yeah. Well, he just didn't bother to tell this, this guy. He, just, he said, I'll use him up. Well, and it wasn't a lie of omission. He agreed. He said, after seven years, you can have Rachel fully intending to pawn off Leah. He fl- it's not a lie of omission. He just flat out lied. The, the problem the problem is that the but custom... But he knew all along that this poor kid was going to work for seven years to get the yeah, ugly one. He didn't one. care. <laughs> no, he didn't care. He, he knew what he wanted. He wanted Jacob to work for him. What he knew he, he could get him. He, you think he thought, you know what? I'll get rid of both of them. Maybe. You know? I'll get 14 years out of this knucklehead, and I'll get and I'll get rid of both of them. Oh, well, don't give it away. Let's get, keep going. <laughs> so Laban replied, it's not our custom here to give the younger daughter in marriage before the older one, right? Finish this daughter's bridal week. Then we will give you the younger one also in return for another seven years of work. So this is as scummy as it gets. <laughs> You know, there, there's there's no other way, no other way to say it. This is this is about as scummy as it gets. Scummy here. is a nice word. I mean, it it's unbelievable. You know, it's way over the top. And, and imagine Leah for a second here. Wait, wait a minute. What God? God's involved in this. Yes, yes, he is. <laughs> you know, and he's using these people. Yes. Oh my gosh. You know, man, if he can use them, man. I, I, I've got the gold, gold yeah, it's, standard. It's almost like you've got to ask, the Messiah's coming through these people? <laughs> like, think, what? How, think how it was when I first read this, the very first time I ever read it. I'm going, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I said, man, I ain't never done nothing like this. And my and George's, George's parents had another daughter. <laughs> they did. I mean, I didn't even... This, my wife would have shot me, man. <laughs> Well, and imagine, imagine for a second, for a, uh, just for one second, that you're Leia in this. Oh, yeah. Come I mean, on, man. could you imagine the trauma here? Can you imagine what it was like for this next week? Knowing, knowing that he doesn't want you. Mm. That that he's only fulfilling a promise. He can't wait until your sister walks in the house. Now he's a pig. He always was a pig. Well, now even more so. <laughs> no, he was always a pig. <laughs> well, that's fine. Now just, most certainly. Now you've seen he's a pig. Yeah, now I now yeah, I'm on board. He's a pig. Because <laughs> yeah, it's despicable. I, 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 what I don't understand is how how strong this woman must be. Mm. You know, of course, she's going to get be hurt. Mm. You know she is. Then Rachel and Leah are going to come in. They're going to fight for the same. Can you? Man, you've got a wife. 
What would it be like to have two wives in the house together? Well, look, it's it's so egregious that when God hands down the law to Moses, he outlaws this. I know he does. He outlaws. He I says know. in that law, he says, you're not going to do this. You're not going to take take wives that's Because that that's what they did in the in the pagan world. And he said, you ain't doing this. And what they do? They do it anyway. Well, Saul, the first king, does it. The, yes. I mean, he does it, magnifies it. You know, it's just, it just, the, the, I know that the, even Abraham does it. I, I, I mean, I know he's as concubine. He has, can you imagine? Man, I, I love my wife. Well, I cannot imagine bringing another woman into my home. It's a perversion. I mean, from the very, from the very get-go, it's a perversion. It's a pervert. God in, intended marriage, and Christ tells us this. He intended marriage to be between a, a man and a woman, one husband and one, and one wife, wife together. Yeah. That's what he intended but in marriage. He, but he allowed this to go on. He well, did. He did. No, and I'm he not used he the dynamic. He does. He absolutely used the dynamic, but that doesn't make it right. Our sin and our 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 culture's failings and our failings are not reflective of God. What's reflective refle- of us? It's reflective of us and our our evil desires. He can it use says, us even in our in our in our wickedness. And he gives us over to it. He says, "Look, if you really want to do that," and he but says, the "But the consequences are on your head. The consequences are on you, and I'm going to use it." I'm going to use it does. to further the gospel. I'm does. going to use it for my glory. I'm going to use and it to bring people it, to me. We're, I don't know how many people are watching, but people are looking at this and saying, you know, there's some women out there saying, this guy's a pig. He is. You know, and he, they're right. And they may have experienced a guy like this. And, you know, he, he's got, I'm going to have to hold my nose and shut my eyes to have, to, to have relations with this woman for another week, and then I'm going to get the one I really want. Oh, my God. Can you imagine what it's like in that home? It's going to be like in that home for, for Leah? She's going to be a constant battle with her sister from now on. Even if there was, even, and I don't know what Rachel was. I have no idea. I don't know what the dynamic was in their, with their father's health. But I don't think this is what she signed up for. I don't think this is what she wanted. You know, she's looking to have her own husband at some point, a husband that loves her. And what has she got? she got a no-account guy that really wants his, her sister and then got a no-account father who just, who just conned the no-account guy. And you get you're get you're getting pa- passed around like a dang ping pong ball, mm. you know. I I don't know, man. It just it's horrible. Yes, it's, it's horrible. horrible. It's yes, it's horrible. And God's still going to use it though. Yeah, it's amazing. Well. And Jacob did so. So he does. He finished the week with Leah, and then Laban gave him his daughter Rachel to be his wife. Laban gave his servant Bilhah to his daughter Rachel as her attendant. Jacob made love to Rachel also. And his love for Rachel was greater than his love for Leah, and he worked for Laban another seven years. Oh my God! Can you imagine? You, first off, you got to have two women in your house. One's hard, and I'm thinking women out there saying, "Well, you think it, that's hard? Try putting two guys in there. That would be hard too." Well, I understand, but we're dealing with a, a guy with two women, and he loves one and doesn't love the other one. Are you kidding? You. This is this is this is a train wreck, with an airplane fixing to crash into it. Oh, it's about to get a lot worse. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna get horrible. It's it's if you thought this is bad, guys, you you haven't read ahead. It's gonna get worse. It's gonna get a lot worse. Yep, it's gonna get a lot. Just worse. wait until his children show up. Well, and then remember what we've seen consistently throughout this narrative is the sins of the father become the sins of the son, yep. and we see this continually getting passed down, and so. 
imagine what's going to happen considering Jacob's relationship with his parents, Isaac's relationship and what he saw with Abraham and then how that got transferred down to him, himself and, and Jacob. And then all of that, and the, and the now they're thing, in this. And the same thing's happening now in today's culture. Oh, it hasn't yeah. stopped. No. You know, I'm, I mean, I mean, we've got, we've got families where children are used as pawns mm. in, a, in an adult game of, of, of give and take and, and, and hide and seek. You know, divorce is, is a run amok. And, and people are, are looking and saying, and the children are the ones getting clocked over it. And you're seeing, you're seeing children grow up to, to imitate the sins of their parents and what their parents have done. And many of them are, you know, I mean, they wa- a little boy watches daddy beat up on his wife. And then the little boy beats up on his girlfriend. What did you think was going to happen? You know, these guys have watched their parents do this stuff. What did you think was going to happen? You know, the, the, the promiscuity, you know, the, 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 the drugs. I mean, I, I think back in mine was, was the drugs that I brought in my home. You know, thank God my wife said at some point said, man, it's enough. I'm, I'm amazed that my kids didn't go off the deep end. You know, of course, you know, the, the two of Mark, you know, I mean, it could, could have been really bad, Cole. I mean, I mean, I look back and I think, God, how in the world did he survive? Because he was, he was six, seven years old, and I was in, the, in that stuff up to my neck. You know, one false move, and I'm going to jail. And I'm going, how in the world did it not just destroy him? I don't know. Hmm. Because the, the, some of this is going to get really ugly through these kids because of all the, all the, the garbage going on in these families, in this, in this family. So too many women, man. And too much too much pigginess from the guy. Hmm. Well, and it's not over. No. So in verse 31, when the Lord saw, now notice this Lord, this is capital L, all capital yep. all caps. So this is Yahweh, the covenant God, right? So when Yahweh, the covenant God, saw that Leah was not loved, he enabled her to conceive, but Rachel remained childless. Leah became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She named him Reuben, for she said, "Is because of the Lord has seen my misery. Surely my husband will love me now." Think about it. His name is my misery. That's what she called named him. Mm-hmm. Named him Reuben, which means my misery. Why do you think that son feels? Wait till he gets old enough and he figures out what his name means. She conceived again. We, it's not we, over. No, I know it's not <laughs> over. I know. She conceived again, and when she gave birth to a son, she said, "Because the Lord heard that I am not loved." He gave me this one too, so she named him Simeon. Heard me. One is one one is is my misery, and the other one, God heard me. God heard me. You know, He heard me that I'm not loved. You don't think these kids know this stuff? <laughs> Again, she conceived, and when she gave birth to a son, she said, "Now at last, my husband will become attached to me because I've borne him three sons, and he was named Levi." Hebrew four <laughs> attached. You know, it, I mean, remember, guys, all of these names mean something. That's right. And and these kids are going to have these names. I mean, you know, I don't know where. You know, we've talked about this before, where I got my name from. And, you know, it was from a song of Danny Boy. My mom heard it, and that's what she named me. And, uh, you know, and and that's what it means to me. I never forgot that because my mother told me that. I never forgot that that's, that's how I got named. Well, if you've been named Reuben, which means my misery, <laughs> and or, you never forget. Or Simeon. He yeah. heard me in my misery. Yeah, right? because I'm not loved. 
You don't think that that was a dynamic in that home, that those kids knew that their dad did not love their mother? Their mother, not his wife, their mother. Or Levi, which is maybe now he'll finally be attached to me. And know that he's not. To know that he's not. And then finally, look at this. She conceived again, and when she gave birth to a son, she said, this time I will praise the Lord. This is, again, the covenant name of God, Yahweh. So she named him Judah, which means praise. Then she stopped having children. For the first time. She finally looked around and said, I don't care what he thinks. I don't care what he wants. Now I'm going to praise God. Well, this is, And who do we have? Judah. Well, and this is an incredibly, so in, in these ancient cultures, and, and, you know, I guess maybe nowadays too, we see it a little bit in certain cultures as well. It was a big deal to have, it's a big deal oh, to have sons. Absolutely. They carry on the name, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're, you know, the, the father's right hand absolutely. or his strength, yeah. his, his son's yeah. right. That's kind of how it's viewed. And so to have four sons this, this woman has richly blessed her husband yes. in this culture, and Jacob could care less. Well, he probably loved his sons. He probably does. Uh, I don't know. As we get through the narrative, we'll see how he feels. We know he's going to love one of them. But, you know, this one here, or you going to love two of them. We know. But these four here, uh, finally, now she's not going to have kids anymore. Now she's done having kids with these four. You know, she's got Reuben. I mean, she's got Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah. And, and Judah. And, and of course, we know, you and I know, we haven't got there yet. You and I know that the one that she, the last one she had, is the one that really is important. They're all important, but this one's really important. Yes. Okay. So getting into chapter 30 then, when Rachel saw that she was not bearing Jacob any children, she became jealous of her sister. So she said to Jacob, give me children or I'll die. Can, are you, listen to this. You know, what a whiny brat. <laughs> what do you think he's been trying to do? You think you think he's only been sleeping with Leah? Of course, well, she has kids. You know, you don't think he's so been apparently sleeping. he's but he's going back and forth, which you know I I, I find it's slightly appalling. You know, if you're going to slightly put, appalling, well, depends appalling. on who you are. I guess it's well, it's appalling, right? Because it's not slightly; it just is appalling. Because if you don't love this woman and you love the other woman, that's the one you want to be with. Why are you with the other one at all? Why are well, you because even... she because you're in the culture that lives you got to have kids and she's do, she's dropping them like like rabbits, one after another. She done, <laughs> she, done, she done had four of them already, man. I mean, you know, it seems like every time you go and lay down with her, she she has another baby. Well, know, he, I don't know if that's true, but you know, you know, hey, well, I'm thinking, why not just put her away? If this is the if this you didn't want this wife to begin with, and this because was the she's other having one. babies, right? But you wouldn't know that if you weren't sleeping with her. <laughs> He's a pig. Oh, right. We've covered that. So we're back remember, to that. we have yeah. we okay. covered that. Yeah. You know, we're we're cold. Have you not figured out we're all pigs? I'm, I guess I'm in slight denial. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> you know, God comes in our life and He starts cleaning us up, cleaning oh, us yeah, up. For but sure. man, when I was man, I was a pig, man. Oh, in that sense, absolutely. I would 100% agree with you. Well, you 100%. know, th- this guy this guy has not figured out that he that he owed what well, well, let's go back to 28. What did he say? Uh, when he made a vow saying if God will be with me and will watch over me in this journey, I'm taking and will give yeah. me food to eat and clothes to wear so that I return safe to my father's house and then the Lord will be my God. He's going to be oh, he's going to be my God until I get a wife that I don't like and don't look very good. And then I get one that she she's a God's gift to mankind. Except when she opens her mouth. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at what she said. She said, give me children, I will die. You think this just is the first time she's made a comment like this? Probably not. Probably I, I'm, not. Just, I'm just saying, you know, 
it, it's, it's, a, it's a chaotic environment that God is using here. And, and Jacob is, is, is having the children that God has promised him to have, promised Abraham that he's going to have. He's going to have numerous sons here, all right? Not just through this woman, but through more women here. But, he, but God is going to look at them all as Jacob's sons. They are going to be the sons of Israel. That's true. Not the sons of, of Leah, not the sons of Rachel, but they're going to be the sons of Jacob, which will become Israel. These are going to be the 12 sons. Okay? So, you know, and, and it doesn't make any difference if, if we got a wife that is not very attractive. It doesn't make any difference if we got a wife that's, that's a, that is, a, is completely full of herself. It's what it sounds like, doesn't it sound like that? Yes. She said, give me children or I'll die. Well, what's he supposed to think he's been doing? And Jacob's response, he became angry with her in verse 2. Am I in the place of God who has kept you from having children? You know, so he recognizes just how little... What's he actually saying? Woman, I've been trying. (laughs) What do you think we've been doing? (laughs) I've been trying here. You know, it's not like he hasn't slept with her. He loved her. He wept when he kissed her. He can't wait to get in bed with her. He wants to have a relation with her. He don't really care if she's having kids or not. He's having kids with the other one. Right? He's a pig. Well, it's about to get worse. So in verse (laughs) 3, then she said, Here is Bilhah, my servant. Sleep with her so that she can bear children for me. And I, too, can build a family through her. Well, we've seen this. Oh, this is... this. We've seen this before. What are they thinking? I guess he doesn't under he doesn't know his grandfather. Oh, I'm sure he does. But he doesn't know what happened with his grandfather. I'm sure he does. Doesn't matter. Well, and and I think there's a reason we see this in the narrative. I of think course. this is part of it. This is this is a reflection again of Abraham. These are all tests, guys. And if you yeah. haven't figured that out yet, what's wrong with <clears throat> Rachel? This shit. Oh, I can't have kids. Have this woman here. Well, and again, it's. It's these are so again these are all tests just like it was for Abraham. I understand. I understand. You know, I understand. saying it for them. <laughs> so no. this so they 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 have this test and they're failing. You think? Yeah, yeah, I do. What, would, what do you really think that your wife, if she had <laughs> <laughs> here, <laughs> man, no, no. 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 We just will adopt. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, God. It just, it, I'm thinking of my wife, and there's no way ever. Now, I understand it's a different culture. I understand all that. But, you know, it's, it's a, it is a dysfunctional situation. Well, and let's, and let's, so it's a dysfunctional, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, here's something to think about, too. In our culture now, nowadays, and I know back in the 80s, I want to say in the 70s, the 80s, maybe in the 90s, it was a pretty popular thing for marriage uh, counselors to recommend to couples that were having difficulty to have an open marriage. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what that is, it means sleep with whoever you want. That's right. Woman sleep with whoever she wants, man sleep with whoever he wants. You just have an open marriage. And you sleep with whoever what you want. You weren't swinging or nothing like that. You were just sleeping with somebody else. And it's supposed to enhance the, the, the relationship. Are you kidding me? It doesn't seem like it worked here. Well, it didn't work from God's perspective. I mean, it's not going to work here either. I mean, can you imagine the chaos? Now we don't have two women. Now we got three women. We got one that can't have kids. We got one that's had kids, and she's done having kids. And now we got another one that's coming. She ain't even married to her. This is just a handmaid. This is just a servant girl. God, man. So 
Jacob did the right thing and said, no, we're going to wait for God and we're going to depend on him there for you, you go. to have kids. Finally. No, that's <laughs> not what he did. No. no. So she gave him her servant Bilhah as a wife. Jacob slept with her and she became pregnant and bore him a son. What was his, what was his reasoning? What, what do you think his excuse was? Well, she, you gave her to me. That's right. I'm sure that's, I mean, that was Abraham's response. Well, he's a pig. Right. That would, be, that would be our response, wouldn't it? Well, you said it was okay. So then look at this, though. Then Rachel said, God has vindicated me. He has listened to my plea and given me a son. Because, she, she, because of this, she named him Dan. Oh, Lord. Vindication is what it means. Rachel's servant Bilhah conceived again and bore Jacob a second son. Then Rachel said, I've had a great struggle with my sister, and I have won. So she named him Naphtali. Now do you start to get a dynamic of what's going on in that home? I've had a great struggle with my sister, and I have won. I didn't, when was this a competition? When he got both of them in his house. I mean, this is why in, in when Moses receives the law at Mount Sinai. Why well, he said, don't do this. God will tell them not to do this. <laughs> don't do this. Don't practice this. This is abhorrent. This is evil. And it, and it is. It's evil. I mean. But God I, can use it anyway. He can use it anyway. You know, I, I just, it's just, it is. Uh... It's not right. I think, you know, a lot of times when we come to the scriptures, we just assume that everybody, that everybody is, the things that everybody is doing is right. You know, when Abraham lied and whored out his wife, right, that was a horrible thing. That wasn't a good thing. That wasn't Abraham. But that was his choice. He did that. He chose to do that, correct. Mm -hmm. He made the decision, and Sarah went along with it, mm -hmm. you know? So. And what's the plan here? God says, I'm going to raise up a nation of people to do what? To bring right. the Messiah from. That's right. And I'm going to use dysfunctional, despicable, lowlifes, to get it done. Because why? Because I don't have any other option. Well, and the and the point of these narratives aren't to encourage us in this type of no, behavior. No, 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 no. And no, it's not no. to try to condone this type of behavior. No. The scriptures are, are, are so excellent. They display the full warts of humanity right from the get-go. <coughs> yes. It's not holding these people up and saying, these are the people you should emulate. I chose these people because they're special and they're good. No, 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 no. no. And we talked about this last week. You know, yeah. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Yes. Because there are no one. There is no one who is qualified. No one. No one is qualified. Isaiah makes that very clear. There is no one. There is no one who has believed a report. There is no right. one righteous. There is no right. one who can do the things that God expects men. There isn't anyone. And so God did it himself. Well, he takes Noah, finds one righteous guy, takes him out of the world, takes his family with him, and takes the sin into the boat with him yeah. through his family. That's right. So you're not going to get it. You know, God's going to deal with, with people making bad choices, mm -hmm. and he's going to use the evil that they do to accomplish good. And then we've seen it happen over and over and over again. And that's what's going right. to happen here. He's going to bring the Messiah from this family. And it's a promise that he's made for, for a long time. It's, it's shocking, actually, that he's going to bring it from this family despicable horrible family yeah it's shocking but it's it, it gives me great hope absolutely and we've talked about this absolutely. over and over again that's what i was gonna say a while ago yeah because if god can use these people man he can use me too he can use me because i have you know i've done some bad things in my life but nothing i've never done anything i've never asked my wife to do this kind of thing ever you know, I've I've ta I've talked to people before about the gospel, and and you know we've seen over and over again. I've seen over and over again where, you know, I'm not good enough mm -hmm. for him. You know, and I just want to stop and tell you, you know, if that's you, if you're out there and you're thinking that I'm not good enough, you know, I want to tell you you're right. You're not good enough, but you're wrong because no one is. 
You're I'm right. not good enough to sit here and, and right. do what we do and to get up and preach every Sunday morning. I'm not good enough for that. You know, Dan isn't good enough to be here. We are horrible, wicked people, or as Dan might say, we're pigs. Um, As guys, we are. We can be. I mean, the evil that we're that we're capable of doing, the evil that we do, you know, it, it, it many times. Hey, I've been a pig in my life. So have you. Absolutely. Yeah, I've been. I've been right where 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 Jacob is. You know, making choices and making decisions that were really not in the benefit of nobody else. But you know what? God loved me in spite of that. God has spent a lot of time working despite the foolishness of mankind. And we've already got the answer, Judah. Yeah. Judah. We'll, we'll see it. We'll and see it, it we'll get, but you're going to hear that name over and over and over again as we go along. As we get farther along in the book, you're going to hear Judah a lot. So if you're out there tonight and you're thinking you're not good enough, you're not, but nobody is. And that's why Christ came. And that's really why we, at, that we worked this so much. You know, I wanted I wanted you to see just how despicable from a human perspective it looks. It looks bad, you know. But God's accomplishing His plan, and if He can use these people to fill, fulfill His plan in your life, then He can use the stuff that I've done in my life to. From, you know, I think the things that I did in my life made me better at what I do. I can touch people that that other people can't touch. I mean, I can I can understand them and I can reach out to them where other people can't because I've been where they are. I know what they've done. And I've, I've done the same things they're doing. So I, you know, you from a paramedic's perspective, you can touch people in a different way than I can. And that's how God uses all of us. And he uses all the despicable stuff and makes it, makes it wonderful. And that's amazing that's right. to me. You know, because he's going to make it wonderful. He's going to take this and he's going to make it good. That's he right. really is. It looks bad now, but it yeah. won't look bad when God really gets his hand on it. Through this family... God is going to bring the Messiah. Yep. And it's through the Messiah, who is Christ, yep. that he can make all of us holy. Absolutely. And he can make all of us good, despite our failures. And so if you're out there tonight and you, you don't know who Jesus is or you, you want to learn more about him, please, please, please. Please give us a call. Give us a call. Reach out you to know, us. Come talk if to it, us. If just, if just the call is, to, can you guys pray for me? We'd love to do that. We'll Absolutely. pray with you. We'll pray with you on the phone and we'll pray with you in the days to come that God would help you to find what it is you need to find. That's Absolutely. Right. Or drop us a line. You know, I mean, if you if you want to reach out to us some other way, you know, you can call the office. The number's on the screen. You can call the office. You can you can email him and 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 absolutely, we would we would love to to make you part of our prayer life and 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 help you try to get yeah. God involved in your life. Absolutely, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this text. Thank you for showing us just how despicable people can be, and that you can still use them and you can still accomplish great things through them. Father, it's not, it's not, this is about fulfilling your plan, and you're going to use the people that are available to fulfill that plan. You're fulfilling your plan in, in, in us now, and I pray, Father, that there's someone that's been watching or someone that will watch that is, uh, that's going through some tough stuff, maybe some really bad stuff, and I pray, Father, that your hand would be on them and that you'd make us aware of who they are so that we can start bringing them before you on a regular basis. Bless them, Father. And bless us as we move forward. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for the technology that we have and the people we have that are able to put this together. And it's in the name of your holy son we pray. Amen. Amen.